Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of the Testudo Talk podcast. I'm your co-host, Andrew Chodas. Emmett Siegel can't join us, unfortunately, today, but we have a really fun interview lined up for, for you guys with Nima Omidvar, the former Maryland men's basketball director of basketball operations. He'll be coaching uh, the Terps' TBT team this summer. Um, if you haven't heard, uh, Maryland's initial roster uh, was announced for the summer tournament. Um, alongside GM Andrew Terrell, who Nima co- talked about extensively in his role in, in uh, filling this summer's roster. Uh, the initial players are Robert Carter, Melo Trimble, Demonte Dodd, Donald Morsell, Reese Mona, and Jake Lehman. So we have about a 20-minute interview with Nima Khan to discuss the squad and how it's coming to be. It's a really, really fun one. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines and the latest match, net matchup reports for this year's NBA playoffs. Bet Online is your sports intel headquarters this season, as they have you covered for all your insider sports wagering needs, from the NBA, MLB, NHL, golf to UFC and boxing. It's the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your home. Get in the action today, so head to the website or use your mobile device to join and be sure to use our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Um, and without further ado, here's Nima Omidvar. Excited to be welcomed by Nima Omidvar, the current assistant men's basketball coach at Coastal Carolina University. Omidvar served as as Maryland's director of basketball operations from 2014 to 2018, and now he's going to be the head coach for the for the TBT Maryland squad this summer. Nima, how are you today? I'm doing great, Andrew. Thanks for having me. No, of course. It's, uh, the pleasure's ours. So before we, you know, really get started to talk about, you know, the summer's tournament, just kind of can you talk to us about your background, where you are now, how you got into basketball, you know, your time at Maryland a few years back? Absolutely. Well, you know, where I'm at now is at Coastal Carolina University. I'm actually uh, staring at the ocean as we speak, which is a, a beautiful a thing to be able to do on a daily basis. Um, and I work for a future Hall of Famer in Cliff Ellis, who's got 906 wins uh, in his career, uh, second amongst active coaches in wins behind Bob Huggins and a head of a couple guys named Calipari and Catino. So I'm very fortunate to to work with a man like him and learn from someone uh, with such uh, impressive resume and stature and hoping to take some of that knowledge that I've gathered from him and all the other coaches uh, to the TBT this summer. Yeah, absolutely. So this, you know, so you worked at, you worked at Maryland in, from 2014, 2018, so you worked a few seasons there. Can you kind of just talk about just your time there, you know, work, working uh, with that staff and, and kind of, and what, what kind of what that was like? Yeah, it was a, it was a very special time for me and for Maryland. It was, um, truly a dream job, you know, for most Maryland basketball fans, if you can imagine, I grew up in Damascus, Maryland, in Montgomery County, and, uh, always was a Terp fan, went to the University of Maryland to be able to be on the sidelines and be part of, uh, some major success going to three NCAA tournaments in those four years, including the sweet 16 and a tournament win, uh, was a really big deal for me and my career. Um, I worked for Coach Turgeon, who uh, was was tremendous in my growth as a coach. Um, really enjoyed learning from him, 
um, being able to grow underneath his tutelage. Uh, when I got to uh, Maryland, it was it was a, a time where you know our backs were against the wall a little bit. We had some pressure. Fans wanted some success. Um, Coach Turgeon made some uh, tough personnel decisions to bring in the right type of people to be Terps that ultimately led to uh, a great run that after I left led to a Big Ten tournament, uh, Big Ten regular season championship. Um, but in that first year, I, I remember vividly, we were picked 11th in the Big Ten and finished second place. And, um, you know, that, that type of chip on the shoulder that we had that year and uh, our, our team mantra of we will, stating what we will accomplish that year and living up to it, not just to everyone in that locker room, but to all of Turb Nation, really was something that um, carried my pride as a, as a Turb to know that I was, I was part of something so special. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of just kind of, kind of just look, uh, looking towards this summer and the TBT, just, you know, how did you kind of get involved in this and how did this kind of all, all come to fruition? Yeah, you know, I, I stay in, in contact with uh, as many of my former players as I can. And, you know, the, the, obviously the Terp kids are, uh, you know, not exempt to that. So talking to these guys and having, you know, conversations, um, two conversations kind of really – blended into one. Uh, there, there was a time where um, I was actually in Aruba and starting a, a basketball venture in Aruba. And the, the TBT uh, directors reached out to me. And, you know, this was during that COVID time and, and just wanted to see, hey, can we do our tournament in Aruba? Um, and so as that conversation evolved a little bit more, it, it also went to, hey, you know, we'd like for a Maryland alumni team to, to be part of this thing. Um, you know, on the other side, just having conversations with uh, some of our, our Terp alums and seeing how they're going as they're now men, how their careers have progressed, how their uh, pro, pro careers and just their personal lives. You know, these guys are now married with kids and um, just these, these conversations all blended into to one and here we are. That's great. And I guess kind of, you know, as this, as the tournament and the team kind of started taking place, you know, what kind of went into the process of choosing, you know, these specific players, obviously, when you look at how the roster is now, it's not finished, but you see guys like Melo Trimble and Jake Lehman, Daryl Morsell. So how did you kind of reach out to those guys and kind of form, form the roster as it is right now? Yeah. So, you know, obviously, as we mentioned before, I've got a, I've got a full-time job at Coastal. So I, uh, teamed up with Andrew Terrell, who everybody in the program loved. Jalen Brantley is helping out as well. Jalen, as many Terp fans may know, when he uh, went to UMass as a grad transfer, was discovered, had a, um, a heart complication that prevented him from continuing his career. But Jalen is aspiring and will be a sports agent. Uh, and so these guys have some uh, experience in the business world. They have experience in now the agency world, as well as, um, you know, with, with Andrew's relationship with not just his father who worked in, uh, in the law field and, and worked at IU Athletics uh, from uh, an attorney side. You know, this is a business and we are running it as such. Um, and you know, they, those guys are able to bring their business acumen that they've learned throughout their lives and their careers into this fold 
Um, and the roster has evolved kind of effectively that way. We still have some surprises up our sleeve. The roster is not done, as you alluded to. Um, but at the same time, uh, we're, we're competing to win a million dollars. And we plan on winning that million dollars. And so we're going to put the best roster together uh, for how our organization is structured. Um, our practices will be in Maryland. There will be a heavy focus on on local guys that may uh, not have been Terps uh, that will be able to be there for the practices so that we can be organized and prepared. Because uh, when we step on that court, we want to make sure that we do right by Terp Nation and we do right by our organization and win that million dollars. Yeah, for sure. And I guess when were kind of the first conversations uh, that you had with Andrew and, and, and some of the and some of these players? Um, well, you know, thinking back to my time at Maryland, practice would end. I'd go hang out in the locker room. And, you know, that's normally a 20, 30 minute process, just kind of shooting the breeze with the fellows and, and making sure everybody gets to study hall. OK, so that, that was the primary uh, duty that I had while I in there. Um, you know, some of the things that came, you know, that born that were born in the locker room was the running man challenge. Um, but, you know, the most common thing you could find in a post-practice locker room day-to-day was Andrew Terrell holding court. And so we we wanted to uh, get, you know, the best possible team together. Um, I knew Andrew had the best connections with all the guys on the team. That was his major value um, was just what type of person he was. Um, and so the conversation was pretty simple. Hey, Andrew you think you can get this done or you think you, you know, drop the ball and uh, just kind of poking the bear a little bit. And Andrew's a very fiercely competitive uh, man. And uh, I was going to say young man, but he's a man now. And, you know, he, he handled business as, as we will continue to do so. Yeah, absolutely. And then just kind of looking at the roster you have now. So it's, you have Robert Carter, Melo Trimble, DeMonte Dodd, Daryl Morsell, Reese Mona, Jake Lehman. What are those guys, you know, what was, what, why those guys and what can they bring on, you know, on, on the basketball court for you guys in the tournament? Well, you know, it goes without saying these were guys that wore the Terp uniform with, with a lot of pride and, um, you know, have some, some more to prove with that, with, the, you know, we're not going to be able to call ourselves Terps. We're shell-shocked by trademark standards, but, um, you know, they, they still got something to prove to Terp Nation. They still want to, to get a couple more wins under their belt and improve their uh, their legacy. This is an opportunity to do so. You know, like you said, everybody brings something to the table. DeMonte is is a guy, for example, that defensively is going to really patrol the paint, which is important in the TBT. It's a guard-centric tournament, um, but also is one of the most fun guys to be around. And when we're in summertime, essentially volunteering your time, um, you know, this is something that, uh, you know, is important in, as you put together a, a team and everyone has multiple roles. Um, be remiss if we didn't say we want to want to also have obviously the best team and, and try and win. Uh, and we need Terp fans to be excited about this because we want to ultimately in the future uh, bring TBT to the DMV. And that's something that to be able to do that, we have to we have to engage our fan base. Melo Trimble. He's one of the most engaging uh, players to ever put on a Maryland uniform. Uh, he's one of the most beloved players to put on a uh, Maryland uniform. And having him part of this is, is exciting for Maryland fans. Uh, Jake Lehman, obviously being 
a draft pick uh, be exciting for him to be part of this. Um, but, you know, ultimately we do need to win. And so everybody on this roster fits uh, whether or not they were a Terp. And when we ultimately unveil the final roster, um, this is going to be a well-put-together team that everyone is going to have a role that will be executed uh, like pros uh, so that we can go out and win. But all the way, uh, all along, we, we need, not want, we need Terp Nation to support this group uh, via social media, uh, coming to the stands, wherever we get sent. We do think we will be sent to the West Virginia region, although that's not been finalized. Uh, that West Virginia region will be July 25th to the 30th. Um, and we'll also be playing in a, uh, a kind of a tune-up game, but a game that's equally as important in the ABL Alumni Basketball League at Fairmont State University on July 15th against uh, Best Virginia and, and the West Virginia alumni team. Uh, on that team, we'll have uh, only Terps, so it won't be others. Uh, beyond that, it'll be eight guys. And, um, you know, that's an opportunity for us to get ready to play, but an opportunity for us to uh, play in front of some fans. And just because we're out in West Virginia don't mean Terps can't show up and, and buy some of those tickets. Absolutely. No, I can, I mean, even, even think when the initial news came out on, you know, on Twitter, the, the initial roster kind of the Maryland Twitter kind of went crazy over seeing some of some of those guys. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that they'll definitely be excited and trying to be chomping at the bit to get out to some of those games. Um, kind of steering away from the tournament specifically, just kind of look at these guys you have on the roster right now. Obviously they're playing, whether it's in the G league or professional in Europe, you know, what, what's as a coach, what's, what's kind of that, that like when you see some of the guys that, uh, that, that you coach just see now have professional careers. Yeah. So it, coaching pros is very different than coaching in college. Um, you know, every single one of these guys are men. And, you know, they're, they're mature in their game. That's why they've been able to stay as pros. And so, you know, you really want to identify um, the, the right role for each guy. Um, you know, as, when I recruit a kid, I ask them, you know, hey, what's a, what's a perfect partnership to, to come to Coastal Carolina? And, and ask me to paint that picture. Well, what's in their mind's eye as a, as a high school prospect is, is not always what's really going to be able to come to fruition because they may think, you know, as, as a, as a foreman, they may think that they're a, a point um, or, you know, some, something else uh, to that effect. Um, pros have a very strong understanding of who they are and what's going to allow them to be successful because um, they're now being compensated for uh, what they're doing on the floor. And, you know, we wanted to really talk to each of the guys that, we've currently announced and those that we will subsequently announce, um, make sure that they're comfortable and confident in what their role, what they think their role would be. And then that meshes with what we envision their role to be. And, and fortunately we've had um, a great alignment in that vision. Um, you know, I, I coach very passionately. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very intense, but that's not going to be the, the ethos that, that we carry in the TBT because uh, it's just not going to have to be that way. It's, th these guys are executing a role. Now I'm going to hold them accountable to that role and, and, and hold the line and, and what everybody needs to be doing. Um, and um, I'm very confident in my own skin to do that. Uh, and these guys will enable that to happen. Everybody that's on this roster uh, has wanted to be coached in the past 
I have a relationship with them in, in some capacity, uh, and they really feel a need uh, for this team. So uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to coaching pros for the first time in my career. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be a, a seamless transition because of the pros that we'll be coaching and who they are. Yeah, it's it's it sounds amazing. And can you just remind us of those of those possible dates of, of when we can see the tune-up game and then possibly the tournament start and then where we can kind of find updates of the team and the roster? Yeah, absolutely. So first thing to uh, you know plug here is you know we do have social media. Um, our Twitter handle is at TBT Terps. Okay, so at TBT Terps, you're going to be able to see a lot of updates. Uh, coming from there, uh, our Instagram page as well. Um, we're going to be getting the team together uh, mid-July for some practices at the Xfinity Center. Those will be close to the public, uh, but we will be in the area. We are exploring opportunities, and if there's interest, to do some public appearances where we could um, generate some revenue because ultimately we are now a pro organization that has to pay to travel, pay to eat, pay to stay in hotels and if Turp fans want us to, to to be successful and want to be part of the journey there's a pathway for that they can tweet us and dm us um, to find out more uh, to be a sponsor and a contributor to our success um, beyond the, uh, the the social media handle july 15th at 7 p.m we'll be playing in the in an abl game alumni basketball league against the West Virginia alums at Fairmont State University. Okay, the following week, we'll be getting back together for a training camp. And although it's not 100% confirmed, we have strong indication to believe that we will be sent to the West Virginia region July 25th through the 30th, uh, which will be in Wheeling, West Virginia, at the arena in Wheeling. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a kind of a... a semi-pro league hockey arena where they also host um, uh, concerts at, uh, the name is escaping me, but uh, Wheeling, West Virginia, not terribly far outside of Pittsburgh, about three and a half hours from uh, College Park, Maryland. Uh, if we are to win in advance, then the championships will be played this year in Philadelphia. The dates are uh, TBD, uh, but August 2nd or 3rd is ultimately when the, uh, the the championship game will fall. But first things first, we got to handle our business. Um, and it's not even about handling business in that ABL game. We've got to handle business with Terp fans. We need some support. Uh, we need to grow our social media following to show TBT that this is uh, a concept that could come to the DMV, whether it be in Xfinity or in another arena in this area. Uh, that's something that we want. So the fans need to voice their uh, desire to bring it here. So it's not just little old me that's saying that we want it here. Uh, we need we need all Terp fans and all basketball fans in the DMV area. The basketball DMV is the basketball capital of the world. Period. So everyone needs to to let let the world know that. And and we need to bring this event back to the DMV. Um, and then you know the Terp fans, we we need your help. Um, you know, the TBT, it's it's designed for us to, we have to pay our own way. We have to pay for the players' travel. Um, you know, Turp fans are really excited 
and we saw the social media interaction to see, uh, you know, the team that was assembled. Well, we can't we can't assemble other pieces uh, without some support. So all they need to do is is DM us and reach out once they hear this interview or tweet at us as to how they can help, and and we'll be uh, you know showing them their different pathways to help. Um, we also want to you know make sure that we have um, uh, you know the, the the greater good at mind uh, through our time at Maryland. We impacted a lot of great causes, um, and we are working with uh, several local charities and initiatives to uh, you know impact them so that you know whatever we do and whatever we win, we're able to go ahead and um, you know make the world a better place. So this is not just a uh, you know a deal where we're saying hey we're hooping and we're trying to put money in our pocket. The men that are on this roster and the organization that we've assembled. Uh, still has it in their mind that we want to we want to do good by the world. Nima, that sounds incredible. Just want to thank you again for your time here and wish you all the best in the in the summer. Thank you for listening into another episode of the Testudo Talk podcast presented by Bet Online. We'll be back with a new episode next week. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks. That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.